Chris Danger, Danger Chris Podcast, Episode Fourteen. Yeah. Anchor.fm backslash Danger Chris. <laughs> I think I had the wrong, uh, the wrong uh, video clip there, guys. All right. Danger Chris podcast at gmail.com. Danger Chris podcast at gmail.com. Anchor.fm backslash Danger Chris. You know where to find me? We're on Facebook now. The Danger Chris Podcast. I got a special returning guest. The one and only Abolicious. Abolicious, welcome back to the Danger Chris Show. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Alright. Episode 14. Can you believe how time flies, man? Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, man. So we're 14 episodes in this and 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 you by far are the uh, the most popular of the guests. You're the first guest to yeah. start this off. Uh, I actually have a couple of emails. Um, um, we won't go into that, but of <laughs> secret admirers that really uh, miss when Abolicious isn't on here. Um <laughs> And, yeah, yeah, so so yeah, it's good to have you back. Uh, anything happened exciting since the last time we've we've spoken? Well, man, I got some news for you. Uh-oh. I am on Wednesday. I'm gonna dye my hair yes. forest green. Yes. Yeah. What type of green? Forest green. It's really deep green. Oh, that's gonna be badass. Yeah. So you're gonna do that when Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, you definitely got to get some pictures over and we could post them up on the website when you do that. I don't yeah. think I don't think we've done any like real like photos on anyone uh, yeah. myself or any of the guests. So that's something we're going to have to do down the road and stuff, but yeah. um that'd be a great way to start it off is have you with your new um what did you say emerald green? Uh forest forest green. green with your new forest green. That would be a great way to start it off as far as a profile pic and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's cool. Anything else going on, or is that pretty much it, man? Well, man, I, I'm just trying to get back into the swing of things, and uh, I'm trying to draw more. I might, Man, I might work for, like, a marijuana company oh, that'd the next, be cool. like, couple weeks. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're you're it's a very passionate subject for you. Like oh, it's yeah. it's for me. Um I definitely on the medical marijuana, being a veteran and, and how it I've seen it help fellow fellow veterans. But yeah, man, I think uh, across the board, young and old, I think this 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 beautiful plant has something to offer to everyone, man. Yeah. And um that would be real cool and chill to be able to work in the industry. It's a very booming industry and I think there's still a lot to be made. Um, the key is my only concern is I don't want to see, uh, the cannabis industry selling out like to like a tobacco company. I want them to stay, you know what I'm saying? Their own, uh, they can't, they can't sell their soul to the man. You know, we still need, we need the small farms producing 
I, I like I like going into a shop and having different selections. We don't we don't need like tobacco companies where there's what twenty different cigarettes to choose from and that's it. We need to keep this independent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean this beautiful uh, Japanese medical marijuana strain I found, um, and man, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but it's from a seed from Japan, and they brought it over here, and they started doing some breeding. Well, you're, guys, you're not going to be enjoying finding strains like that if you if you sell your souls to you know to the big tobacco companies. You got to stay independent. You gotta you got because they're going to take that power from you. So you got to be able to you know grow what you want to grow and experiment and make new strains and stuff. So. All right, man. Cool, cool. So, yeah, today, man, crazy day for me. I just it's been tired last night. I had some insomnia, and I was up to like three. And then, and then, Abolitious called me and said, "Hey, hey, I'm on my way. You ready to do a podcast?" I was still in bed. It was like, <laughs> what time was it? Like two thirty or something? It was uh, it was three something. Yeah, three p.m. Just one of those crazy days where you just don't want to get out of bed, and you don't have to get out of bed. You're off and I tell you, thankfully, Abolicia showed up because if she didn't show up today, I probably would have just stayed in bed, man. <laughs> I would have slept through to the next day. No, I would have been up at 10 or 11, like tossing and turning and pissed, and I probably wouldn't have gone back to sleep. So <laughs> I, I'm thankful Abolicia did show up. So, yeah, man. Um, so do you have any, like, favorite strains um, that you like? Oh, yeah, man. Like, what's your top three, if you had to say your top three strains? Purple train wreck is purple train wreck's got a special place in my heart. Let me tell you. One time I I, I was uh, listening to a horror story because I'm a listener. I listen to audiobooks mm -hmm. and I was listening to the story and it started smoking purple train wreck and then I literally the story just like came to life. It oh, was like I was man. living the story, man. It was it was creepy. Wow. Yeah and. It, yeah, it, it made my it made my reality seem very thin, and, and it made, just made my imagination go wild with the purple train wreck. Purple train wreck is just now. Is that a is that a that sounds like a hundred percent indica? Is that no. a indica? no? What is that? It's a hybrid. Like, is it? Do you know what the specifications are? Like, is I it fifty fifty? The thing about purple train wreck is it's an absolutely wonderful strain, uh -huh. but it's it's hard to find. It's it's really hard to find. Um, purple uh, train wreck. Do you know the parents of, of purple train wreck? I, I don't. All right, let me see if I can pull that up while you're speaking about um, your top three. Uh, my second favorite is sorbet. Blue sorbet is fabulous. Um, I, I haven't heard of that one. Blue sorbet is really good. What is that hybrid too? Yep. All right. And what's your number three? Um. That's a hard one. Um, uh, probably Blue Magoo. Blue Magoo. Blue I've had that one before, I think. That's a hybrid, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Makes you really chill. It's perfect for, like, a sunny day, nothing to do, like, sitting on the porch. It's a hot summer day, and you're just like, you know what? I just want some Blue Magoo, man. Yeah. Like, smoke it on the porch, and your day is just dandy now. It's perfect. 
Now I want to I want to step back to this purple train wreck, man. You okay. said you're reading this. Uh, are you listening to a horse um, audio book? I was listening to a creepy pasta. I don't know if anyone in the audience knows what a creepy pasta is, but it's a conspiracy theory story that someone out there either tells or it's either fictional or it's a truth. But with creepy pastas, you don't know which one is which. You just have to guess with your logic. On whether or not this could be a true story or not. Some of the creepypastas I've listened to are seem legit. Some of them I'm like, you know, I really think this probably happened. And a lot of them I'm like, oh, come on. Right. You know, like you you made something out in your laboratory and now it's on the loose killing people. And you named it Anubis. <laughs> like, come on. That's not realistic. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was your question about Purple Train Wreck again, man? So, so this is so. Would it be safe to say this is your favorite strain? Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. So if they said, "Hey, we're gonna put you on an island down in the middle of nowhere, and we're only gonna give you one strain on the island," you would say purple train wreck. Absolutely. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's pretty heavy, man. I'm about to do some research on that. My top three. Um, the first one would definitely be, of course, uh, uh, fucking incredible. It's a 100% uh, indica strain. It's super hard to find. Um, uh, one of my coworkers, um, when I used to work in the liquor industry, they worked in the back with me, introduced me to it. Uh, I had the pleasure of finding it over at one of my local dispensaries. Had it three or four times, and then we can't get it anymore. And it's a super rare strain. And if you ever are looking just to get locked on the couch, you just want to go to sleep. You just want to, you just want to forget about all everything that happened to you uh, that day. Fucking incredible! Uh, have you ever tried that, Abolicious? Uh, we had it together once. Or was it cherry pie? I think it was cherry pie. Oh, you're thinking okay. of? Yeah. I haven't had it yet. Yeah, though. fucking incredible. If you ever find that, buy it. Uh, but be ready to, like, go down for the count, man. It's like, yeah, it's not one of those you go, like, mow the lawn or, like, clean the bathrooms or anything. You're, you're like, done on this one. Pure 100% indica. So, let's see. Fucking Incredible is my number one favorite. My number two, I would have to go to the OG. I would have to go to a very classic strain that was hitting it back in the Pacific Northwest up here in Seattle. Uh, that'd be Northern Lights. Um, yeah, there's a lot better strains out there, but Northern Lights is never going to let you down. Another 100% uh, medical strain, um, Indica, it will never let you down. She is there for you. Maybe not as strong as fucking incredible, but she gives you the love and warmth that you need. So definitely number two. Have you ever tried that abolitious uh, Northern Lights? Yeah. What do you think of Northern Lights? I didn't like it. Okay. It was it because she was too because she was a pure indica, or was it the taste, or was there something else? Do you, do you remember why you didn't like it? Well, when I first tried marijuana, it was one of the strains I tried, yeah. and before I built a tolerance to marijuana, yeah, like I have now, I used to hallucinate every time I got high. It was fabulous. Wow. Yeah. But now it doesn't happen nearly as often because I got a tolerance now. But yeah. um, when I did Northern Lights, I didn't hallucinate almost at all. Yeah. And that kind of made me like mad. 
So I ended up, I worked at McDonald's and I gave one of my friends at McDonald's, I gave her my Northern Lights and mm. most of my weed that I didn't like. Yeah. And she told me, she's like, oh, I'm surprised you don't like Northern Lights. It's a pretty good strain. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't like it. It doesn't, I don't like the way it, it reacts to my body. I don't know. Yeah, man. I, so. I, it's like I tell everyone, it's. You know, all these people have one or two bad experiences with marijuana, and they don't think it's a fit for them. They don't understand. There are so many strains. There's so much to this. You can't base it off a bad, you know, you know, a hit or two. You, you gotta do your research. You know, you gotta talk to people. You gotta, you know, you gotta. That's the only way you're gonna learn. But for you. Too many people I talk to, and they they hit one or two. It's like, oh man, marijuana is not for me. I'm gonna go back to my wine or my alcohol. And it's like, you know, hey, you you want to go drink? That's fine. I have nothing wrong with that. I drink, you know, time, you know, every now and then. But as far as damage on your body, marijuana is doing nothing compared to what you're doing to your liver with all the the alcohol, all the beer, and the wine, and the and the hard liquor. So let, let's let's. Let's have a, gr a grown-up conversation, y'all, okay? <laughs> All right? Uh, sorry, but just because you had a bad hit on marijuana, real quick example, uh, one of my friends, she's like, yeah, I had this bad hit. I, like, got all paranoid. Like, I was thinking about things I normally don't think about. I was stressing out. I'm like, what'd you smoke? She goes, she goes I don't know. Well, that's your first problem. You should probably know what you're smoking do you know if it was an indica, if it was a hybrid or a sativa? She goes, oh, I know for sure it was 100% sativa. Well, no shit, that's why you're paranoid. A lot of sativas are known for paranoid, you know, reactions, depending on how strong they are. And then you have to look at their tabloid, you know, breakdown and stuff. So, so guys, you, you got to do a little homework and stuff because there is a strain, uh, a strain for everyone. So did I say my number three? I lost track. Uh, no, you haven't said your number three yet. Man. So I said fucking incredible, number one, Northern Lights, number two. And then whatever number three is. And number three is going to surprise a lot of people. And the only reason it's my number three and it's dear to my heart, it's the first one that I came back to. It's 100% uh, medical. It is surprisingly a 100% sativa, but has weird... Uh, indica traits so I almost consider it more of a hybrid but um, a lot of you know her a lot of you don't but the wonderful lovely Harley Quinn Abolicious have you ever smoked Harley Quinn I have not so the deal with Harley Quinn is you're not going to get the hallucination you're not going to get the hard hit Harley Quinn is a, a very heavy CBD strain one of the highest CBD strains that does have THC, but you're only looking at about, what, 15% with her uh, versus other strains there in the 20s and 30s. So you're not going to get that hard hit from her, but you're going to get this You're gonna get this CBD hit that blends perfectly with the THC you get in her. And you want to talk about a full body massage, like my back problems went away. Anytime I smoke Harley Quinn, my arthritis, my tendonitis, any pain you have, anything that's ailing your body will go away. This is a 100%. This is the first strain you smoke. Uh, I don't care whether you're looking for pain, if you're trying to get high, because it does have a low, until you, like Abolition said, until you get your tolerance up, 
You need a strain like this. Harley Quinn answers it all. I guarantee you, you take a hit of Harley Quinn, she's going to change your life forever. All right, so that's my top three. Um, all right, man, so we got some... What are we drinking, man? We got these. Well, we're, we're drinking these keto, keto smoothies. Keto smoothies, which are supposed to be healthy for you. And we're talking about medical marijuana. And um, wow, we're halfway through the show. Oh man, it's been crazy. I, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for the state and the country to to open up again. Um, how how you feel about the shutdown? Do you think we need to open up again, abolitionists? Or absolutely. Or uh, do you think uh, rumor has it here in, in Washington State that uh, Jay is going to try and extend it another month till June? How do you feel about that? I say hell no to that. <laughs> That's what I say. Awesome. I totally agree. Jake, go shove it up his ass. Yeah, I can. Yeah, and Jay, yeah. if you're listening, or if anyone on your on your staff's listening, um, my email is the the danger chris podcast at gmail.com uh, i would love to have you on the show and we can talk about some of this nonsense that you're pulling up there so an another stupid attempt we need to open the country back up you know we all know COVID's real i'm not disputing this but the numbers are coming down we know it's hitting the old and the young if you have a a, a, a half decent immune system you'll if you catch it you'll survive it we know this uh, the numbers aren't there versus the common yearly flu either. So let, let's stop playing the games. People want to get back to work. Let's get back to our normal lives. Um, and enough is enough. But, yeah, if you want to come on and be a man and, 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 and have a talk, we could have a nice, fair talk. I promise I won't attack you. I'll be I'll be fair to you, bro. All right. So with that out of the way. So, yeah, man, I'm ready. I was about to say I'm, <laughs> I was about to say I'm ready to get back to work. I've been working this whole time. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm an essential worker, y'all. I work at a uh, very um, well-known nutrition company. I'm a store manager, and I, you know, we carry you know supplies that people need. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I would have liked a little vacation, but oh well. I guess it's I would have gone crazy, bonkers. You know, I'd be doing a podcast every day or something, acting all like crazy and shit. But um, yeah, so it is what it is. So. So abolitionists, man, I want to, I want to, I want to dive it back a little back into one of our previous conversations about aliens, man. And have you thought any about what I said about how I believe that they're not in outer space, but they're already here and they live amongst us? Have you thought about that, man? Well, that's a really big concept, man, because what you're saying to me is that when I go to the grocery store, I'm going to see an alien because they're living amongst us, you say. Yes, you see them every day. Yeah, but define, like, how, what am I seeing here? Like, what You're I seeing me. You're seeing your dad. You're seeing your, your friends. Uh, you're, you're seeing... The exact makeup of a fellow human, but they're an alien, and you can't tell by visual. So you're saying to me, if I was talking to my friend Laura, yeah, she's an alien. No, no. I'm saying that she could be, but I'm not saying implying that she is. I'm just saying that she might be, but... She acts like she is, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you, uh, Lodicious, or what was her name? What's her name? 
Lamish, Lamish, I love you, man. Lamish. I haven't heard from you. I love to get you in. Um, oh man, what was her? What's her friend's name? Um, uh, damn, her boyfriend. Yeah, her. His name. What was? What's his? Um, his. Uh, Ani guy. Ani guy and Lamondish, man. We gotta get you guys back on here, man. Um, so how do we go down that? You're telling me that. Um, that humans are aliens. Okay, I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm saying the aliens are, are are amongst us. And let me uh, read this real quickly from my my favorite author on the subject. Uh, name of the book to give full disclosure and credit is called the Crypto Terrestrials. The author is um, the one and only uh, I always forget his name. <laughs> guy's name Mac Mac Tonys. Mac Tonys and stuff. Have I shown you the Mac Tonys book? No. So yeah. Let me so let me read this real quick paragraph, guys, and and I want to get Abolitious feedback. So Abolitious, uh, make sure you're tuned into this because yeah, it's going to get deep. Okay, man. All right, here we go. Uh, this is on page sixty-eight of the book. If anyone's keeping score, all right. Try and put on a cool voice, audio voice. Why don't the aliens make open contact? Why they seem content <laughs> with taunting our aircraft and haunting lonely night roads. Why the elusiveness that characterized the UFO phenomenon since the modern era of science began in the late 1940s. There are a multiple of reason, reasons a visiting civilization would refrain from landing on the White House lawn. Foremost among them, the Potentially deliberating effect of open contact might wreck on terrestrials. History shows that relatively advanced seafaring cultures topple less developed cultures in part of collapsing defining assumptions and rendering cultural self-bloodhood obsolete. If we're of any research value to a... Now listen, guys, this is, this is where he hits it. If you're of any research value to a visiting civil... civil civilization damn i'm tongue-tied on that one then interfering at the macro sociological level might threaten to destroy thousands of years of patient work did you guys did you guys catch that the paradox is that ufos do exhibit an interest in our activities but it's a cryptic behind the scenes sort of interest Clandestine, seeming at first take but on closer inspection, also uh, alarmingly conspicuous. <laughs> I think I just diced that word up, like a silent plea for attention. So, Abolitious, did you take all that in? Yeah, I did. So, what do you think about that? It, 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 does, is Mac onto something or what? Where he says. Why would you just come out and say, hey, we're here and ruin thousands of years of of research? Why would you they're they're researching us, man? I mean, how do you feel about that? I think it's creepy. <laughs> so so do you think you've ever like encountered an alien, man? Uh, we talked about this last time I told you about my sleep paralysis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah remember? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, and I think I talked about my, about my sleep paralysis with yeah. the uh, chick out of the movie. Uh, what's that? The Ring. The Ring where she's coming out of the TV with that long black hair and that. Yeah, she's in my 
my sleep paralysis, man. That uh, I try and like open my eyes to see if she like disappears, but she like creeps up closer every time I do. And I know this, but I keep having to open my eyes to see if she's in the room, man. And I know she's in the room, you know. So what's the logic in that, man? Well, I'll tell you the logic. So I think I think maybe you need to face your demons and conquer them, man. Maybe maybe she's one of your demons, man. And she's like sneaking up on you because you're not noticing her. And she's like, hey, man, see me for who I am and fight me. Yeah, so that's, that's why. I'm a fighter, man. I want to make love to her, man. It's all about love. Yeah, but. Yeah, but why would you make love to someone you can't even see? She's got all that hair. She's going to suffocate during sex, man, with her hair. Well, maybe we don't know this. We Maybe you're right. Maybe I need to face my demons, keep my eyes yeah. open. And maybe if we if it gets to that point, man, like I would ask your kid, like, does she tie her hair back? So, like, we don't choke out. So, I would have that conversation with her before, you know, the activity. Um, it's so. a, and it's a very, like, it's very, uh, you're pretty much doing your exercise for the day, too, if you fuck. Yeah, you know? what happens if she's, like, yeah. pretty, man, underneath all that black hair, man? Uh, I don't think so, man. You don't think so, man? She's lived in a well her whole life. She's going to smell and probably... Well, well, now, hold on. Now, that's yeah. from the movie. We don't know yeah. if it's the same girl that's in my sleep paralysis. Yeah, but man. she looks like it. So she does, yeah. She Maybe maybe she was living in the well. Man. Oh, man. But, but like, she's going to smell sh really bad. Nah, man. I, we, I'd have to th we'd have to go in the shower first, and I'd have to like, like give her a bathe down, man, to make sure I get all that uh, that fish stuff off her and stuff. So yeah, that's gross. Yeah, and then we dry off, and then we can do it, man. But yeah, she'd have to either cut her hair, or we'd have to put it back in a ponytail or something. Would have to be done. Man. Yeah. Um, or one of those cute, like what is the those Japanese uh, geishi, um where she does her hair because she's got a lot of hair. Where she like do it up like a one of those, geisha. Yeah, like one of those Chinese dolls, man. Japanese dolls. That'd be whack, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, she might be a demon, so her face might be, like, demonic. And it might not yeah. be cool. I might I, not be able to, you know. What you're going to have to do is you're going to find a paper bag. Yeah. And a paper <laughs> lunch bag. And you're put it on her head. Yeah, man. That's going to – that oh, out of sight. As I always say, out of sight, out of mind. See, two great minds think of light. That's exactly how I think, man. Yeah, man. Oh, man. All right, man. I'm going to face my fear. Next time I see her, I'm just going to keep my eyes yeah. open. I'm going to let her freaking confront me, and then we'll see what happens, man. It should be an interesting podcast, or she might kill me. So uh, yeah. if this is my farewell, uh, thank you, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and thank you, Abolicious, for being my my partner in most of these episodes. Um, um, so if you guys don't hear from me again, uh, uh, the, the, the woman in my dreams uh, has killed me, so... It's on. It's on tape, and it's it's it will be on the internet forever, and you cannot take that away from me. So, all right, abolitionist. Last three minutes. Uh, any final thoughts about anything that we've talked about today? I think that book's pretty cool. What if some of your fans want to purchase that book? All right. So yeah, good point. So the name of the book is called The Crypto Terrestrials. I'll take a picture of it and I'll stick it on. Go to uh, the Facebook page, the Danger Chris podcast, and I will post 
uh, a picture of what this book looks like. It's available on Amazon, eBay, Barnes & Noble. I just checked. Um, I always make sure his work's still out there. Um, again, the author's name is Mac, M-A-C, last name Tony's, D-O-N-N-I-E-S. Uh, name of the book is The Crypto Terrestrials. He died a suspicious death. Uh, we might do a whole show on that down the road. If I do a solo show, I might just talk about this book and uh, the actual author. Um, but yes, it, it definitely brings into light the possibility that our aliens are not necessarily from outer space, but they're here amongst us and we actually deal with them um, on a day to day. And quite possibly you might be a alien and not know it. Um, so we, yeah, we'll go down that rabbit path another time. All right. Last minute and a half. Abolitious. Anything else on your mind? Well, you know, I think we had some great conversation today, and you know, we learned a lot. You know, you gotta face your demons, man. Yeah. You gotta be the main demon. You tell yourself, "I want to be sitting up in this bitch, yeah. my head," and all y'all can go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's what you tell your demons, and then you're gonna win, and that's it. You know, that's game over. You won. Yeah. So you know, yeah, you gotta keep your eyes open and just. Look at the prize, man. You got to look at the the light at the end of the tunnel, man. Yeah. You know, we're all going to get through this together in quarantine. We're all going to be good, and we're all going to get through this together. All right, man. Definitely, definitely. Totally agree with you, man. Um, yeah, guys. Fun show. Thank you, Abolitious, for... For coming back, episode 14, Chris Danger, Danger Chris Podcast, anchor.fm, forward slash Danger Chris, the Danger Chris Podcast at gmail.com, cash app, dollar sign, C-H-R-I-S-I-N-W-A. We're on Facebook. I got my own page. We're going to put some pictures up. Hopefully, we'll get Abolitious with their new uh, emerald green hair up, man. All right, guys. Until next time, we're going to fuck this shit up. Yeah. Woo.